You're listening to the Carry On Friends Podcast, Episode 10. Welcome to the Carry On Friends Podcast, where you'll be inspired and empowered to do amazing things in your personal lives, career, business, and community. With your host, Carrie Ann Reed Brown. Hello, everyone. Carrie Ann here, and welcome to another episode of the Carry On Friends Podcast. This is episode 10, and I am very excited that I'm recording episode 10 of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you for all your encouraging support. Thank you for just being with me on this journey, on this adventure, on this exploration, right? Because every time I record an episode, it's it's sharing my experience and I'm not always comfortable or I don't, I don't want to say comfortable, but it's when you share your experience, it's, it's, it's this level of vulnerability and putting yourself out there. And for me, that's not something I've always been comfortable with. And there are varying degrees of that. But I really want to thank you for your support and your encouragement. And, you know, yay, episode 10, big claps. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Please always send your feedback, send me your comments. Just let me know if there's something you want to hear. Just, just any feedback. And, you know, it's, it's constructive criticism, right? So on this episode, I think I, I was debating between two topics. I was debating whether I was going to do my take on a recent post that's on the website right now, um, the rise of the side hustle. And then, um, I did two episode, two podcast episodes. I recorded an episode about what to do when you just don't feel like doing it. And that was probably one of my most emotionally vulnerable moments because I really was just tired and not in a place where I really wanted to record the podcast, but I pushed through and that episode resonated with a lot of people. And um, Michaela, who I interviewed last week, commented on that post and said, you know what, I really should dive into the reason or how I push through recording or doing things, do, doing doing the recording, even though I didn't want to. And actually, a few other people said something to me about that episode. I had one person um, who is my cousin who said, you know what, I really listened to that episode. And I just said, you know what, I got to do it. She just started a nonprofit and it's overwhelming. You know, with a nonprofit, there is a lot of um, regulations. There's just a lot of paperwork, um, a little bit more than the normal business to get a nonprofit up and running because in a nonprofit, you're asking the public for funds. So it's policed a little bit more. And she said she listened to the podcast and it was just like that motivation. Earlier, I said, I was leaving church and I said to a friend of mine, she's like, what are you going to go home to do? I'm like, I'm going to go record the podcast. And she said, how do you stay motivated? And that really was the cue from the universe, from God, to say, you know what, on the 10th episode, it really should be the follow-up to how do you stay motivated and push through to do whatever it is, recording the podcast, writing a blog post when you don't feel like doing it. 
So this episode, I'm just going to go into how I did it. And maybe after hearing how I did it, you can find something that works for you in terms of pushing through. The number one reason, the number one reason why I recorded that podcast and I said it in that episode, and it is the number one reason why I was able to push through was the accountability. In the zero episode, I laid out the frequency of the podcast, how long it was going to be. And it's there, it's out there. And if for any other reason I had to record that episode, I said that this is what I'm going to do. You are holding me accountable. Even if it's just one person listening, that person ex- is expecting me to deliver on a promise. It's it's almost as if you are going to your favorite store, whether it's Target, Gap, wherever, and they're saying that they're going to have this one-day sale. And this one-day sale is going to start at 8 o'clock in the morning. And you go there at 12, whatever time you go, and they're not set up for a sale. They're like, what sale? Like, oh, I didn't feel like doing the sale today. You're probably going to say, ah, I don't think I want to come to the store anymore. There's this expectation. And even if there are challenges, you want to meet that expectation at least halfway or give people an explanation. And so that in and of itself was accountability. On the blog and in this podcast, I've spoken extensively about accountability because I firmly believe that it makes a huge difference in me being able to accomplish things, me being able to get out of a stagnant place, a holding pattern, so to speak, sometimes self-imposed holding patterns. And I'll get a little bit more into that and do what I need to do. So the number one reason why I was able to push through, even though I didn't want to do it, is because someone else is holding me accountable. You, the audience, the listeners, the readers are holding me accountable. I promise that I'm going to record and I just had to do it. Now, it's not always going to be like that. It's not going to always be like, oh, I promise the readers because we're human. There's this book that I came across through another book that I read called Write It Down, Make It Happen. It referenced another book, which is how I, by the way, how I come across a lot of my books. I read books and that book leads me to another book and so forth and so forth. So I amass a lot of um, books that are still in my nook that I've yet to read because I realistically can't read all the books at once. So I came across this book called Wishcraft by Barbara Sher. And I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. On, in one chapter of the book, she says these mantras are motivational stuff. They're great. But in reality, she says we're human and we're going to have human emotions and they fall within a spectrum, whatever that is for you. So there was a chapter in her book, Wishcraft where it says you need common sense strategies for coping with human feelings and those aren't going to go away. So fear, sadness, depression, laziness, these are things that we're always going to feel. It doesn't matter how smart you are or how ambitious you are or how successful you are, you're going to have these feelings. And the reason why I really wanted to record that, because not a lot of people talk about when they don't want to do something. I and I get the feeling and and maybe they do speak about it but it's not publicized as much because we're so success focused and because everything is so success focused 
it sets, it doesn't help people manage their expectations properly because success is great, but there's a lot of work that's happening behind the scenes to make that success happen. And we don't always hear about that, that hard work. We don't always hear about that struggle. And so what happens when we're going through the process, whether we're trying to, you know, start a business, a side hustle, whatever it is, start a blog, a podcast, no one talks enough about the struggle. So when you, when you hit these roadblocks, it can be um, demotivating. It could be, depending on what it is, crushing. It could be a lot of things because you did not expect this in your head. You're like, you know, I'm going to have some challenge, but because no one really speaks about the level of challenges, it makes, it could be a shock to your system when you, you come across a challenge. And so what she's saying, there are true human feelings and emotions that we always have to take into account. And we don't always take that into account in anything that we're doing. And if you recognize that for me, I'm, I'm a procrastinator, but I, my procrastination happens in a variety of forms and I'll get into that in a little bit. And so we have to now create a strategy for ourselves and, and self-discipline is great, but it only gets you but so far because you always come back to these human emotions. They're just times when you're just like, you know what, I'm just going to go watch Scandal or I'm going to go watch whatever it is I want to watch, or I'm just going to read a book. I don't feel like doing it. These moments happen for every single one of us. And sometimes it's just like, you know what? I really just need to push pause. And there's sometimes it's really laziness, the procrastination. And then when that happens, you need to have systems in place or strategies or people in place to recognize when you're in that place of laziness and procrastination and help you get out of it. So that's where the accountability comes in. In order to create strategies to work through how you're going to push through doing what you don't want to do, you first have to do the work. It has to, there has to be a lot of introspection. You have to be honest about who you are, what your bad habits are and, and recognizing when these bad habits are, are happening. You know, we, we all have spurts of productivity, but there are times when you just get into one of your, whatever your bad habits is, it's just like you get distracted, you start doing a whole bunch of other stuff or, you know, like Michaela says, she puts everything off to the last minute and you, you have to recognize when the triggers, what triggers those moments where you're going to procrastinate or you're just going to get distracted with something else. And so for me, I know that I'm a very methodical person. I love systems and I love to plan and I love workflow. And so I recognize when I'm obsessing about a particular workflow or a system or a method, I'm trying to document it and I'm going over and I'm being obsessive and I'm analyzing it. That is a procrastination tactic. I'm getting so caught up in this workflow, whereas I keep perfecting something that can only be perfected once it's put into motion. The minute I'm, and that's not to say that I shouldn't revise, review and edit, but it's only as good. I can only revise and edit, but so much and putting it out to be used. That's when I'm going to be able to know 
where the true revisions lie, what works, what doesn't work, because I have to get out of my head and have someone else do it. So when I start doing that, it's a procrastination tactic. I I have to recognize, am I fearful? Am I worried it's not perfect enough? I have to address all the feelings around me taking weeks or months to get a very, something that's very simple, something that's already crafted forever for me to do what I need to do. And then once I've done that, then I need to explore the why. So in the last episode, or not the last episode, episode eight, I I was really tired. I procrastinated because I really didn't have a good topic that I wanted to talk about, or I felt I didn't have a good topic. And so I did everything else in hopes of mm, inspiration will come to me and it didn't come. And then I was disappointed. So even, even, even in the fatigue, there was disappointment that I could not, I felt I could not fulfill coming up with a topic that was suitable for my audience. So that, that compounded the fatigue of feeling like I'm letting down myself and the audience. Um, because even even though I knew I was tired, I figured maybe I'd take a nap. I took a nap. It still didn't make a difference. I was feeling down. So it's usually exploring every emotion that you're feeling. So I wrote down, I'm tired. I really wasn't feeling very creative. And it's it's almost as if you're writing things down, you're trying a solution. So if you're tired, you take a nap. If If taking a nap didn't help, then being tired really wasn't the real reason. And I, and in, it's after that episode that I recognized that being tired really wasn't the real reason. The real reason was I felt like I couldn't come up with a topic and I really didn't want to record because I didn't have a good topic. And then I'm like, I'm just tired. I, I'm, I'm tired. I can't find a good topic. It's the last minute. It was the last possible minute and I just couldn't find anything. So for me, Going through this analysis, breaking things down, writing down the emotions, and then figuring out if I'm tired, taking a nap. If I'm lazy, maybe just don't do anything. But if, if as I'm writing down my emotions or how I'm feeling and I'm trying things that would help me get over these feelings and it's still not working, then I have to kind of cancel them out and keep working down the list to really find the true problem. And the true problem, I could not find a topic. And that was part of the frustration, part of the frustration. Everything else was minor. Yes, I was still tired. Yes, there were other things going on. But the underlying issue was me not having a topic to talk about. And what this did, it reminded me of something that I've been experiencing for almost a year. Breakdowns become breakthroughs and you have to trust the process. You have to go through things. So in that breakdown, in that moment of saying, I didn't want to do this, I had a breakthrough. I had a breakthrough with at least three people who listened to it and said, hey, this was helpful. I had a breakthrough because I recognized another emotion that I can easily confuse as fatigue or I'm too busy for really what was a creative block. And the process is just necessary because now I've now 
like Barbara Sher says, created a strategy to help me move past these moments. Um, it is one of those strategies. Now I have to go back and tell my accountability partner to say, Hey, check in with me before a podcast, just to make sure a, a scheduled podcast, just to make sure that I have a topic or two and I've done my outline or draft of talking points or just have some general notes as to what I want to talk about. So I don't want to go on and ramble on and on because that's what I feel like I'm doing, but how I pushed through was number one, accountability. I've spoken about it over the podcast and on the blog. Accountability is just the most important thing. You need people, like-minded people, and they're not always going to be your family and friends because your family and friends may not understand that drive, whatever it is. It might be someone else that may not be emotionally connected to you in a personal way, like a family member or a friend. And so account my accountability partner, my accountability group, and the zero episode, which is my accountability to you, was the, the main factor as to why I pushed through and recorded that episode. The second thing was, my own self sense of discipline and responsibility to the audience as, as much as I could be disciplined and responsible because there's the human emotions and feelings that we all fall victim to and we have to account for that. And I also wanted to be honest and transparent with my audience because I feel it in part of recording this episode or the podcast, you know, I wanted to give to you what I'm looking for that I don't see for myself, which is people being really honest about what it takes to be a successful podcaster, blogger, entrepreneur, mother, wife, business person, because no one talks about the challenges and not necessarily telling people your business, but there's going to be challenges with a lot of things, but it seems like people really like to gloss things up and say, oh, it's great. It's not always great. And what that does, it does not allow the person looking up to manage their expectations as to what challenges they're going to run into. It's okay to be lazy at times. It's okay to, to procrastinate. It's okay to do, not feel like you want to do anything. I think what's most important is to recognize when you're in that space. Because once you recognize and not fight it or try to justify it, you're able to be honest with yourself and just kind of work through that because it is just okay. And if you have an accountability system in place, whether it's a group or a partner, they also will recognize these things and they'll, they'll help you through those emotions. They'll help you through whatever it is that you're going through. Maybe you may not push yourself to record the podcast, but on the particular day, but you may do it the next day. It's really getting that support because we just can't do it by ourselves. If we could, I'd have lost a lot, lost weight when I want to lose weight. I'd have published that podcast without no problem. We're all going to have roadblocks. We just need systems in place. And my system is my accountability to you in the zero episode, my accountability group, my accountability partner. And I hope that helped you get a sense of how I was able to push through 
recording the podcast when I didn't want to. I know other people, at least two or three people are listening to give them some knowledge or share something. Actually, it was one of the main reasons. And my friend, I have another friend who I told her I wanted to start the blog because there are people who are going through similar things, but we're not connected. You know, we're, we're not talking to each other. And so if I'm feeling this way, I, I, I know someone else is feeling this way, that way. And that's exactly what happened there at that same time. Someone else was feeling that way. Maybe, you know, another time someone else comes across that episode and they're like, you know what? She felt like that months ago. I'm feeling that right now. So it's, it's really to help someone else as they go through or go along that these things happen. And, and when they do happen, we may not always have a solution. So we might have, we, we have to create things in place to help us along to get through whatever it is that we're going through. So to wrap up, how you push through when you don't want to do something is really look at why you don't want to do that. You know, your breakdowns will become your breakthroughs. I, and, and that quote from John Maxwell is, was just the thing to help me go through. Yeah, I may not feel like it, but I'm just going to have to do it. Sometimes we just can't let our emotions speak for us. So, and, and I'm closing with that John Maxwell quote from a book that I really love, How Successful People Think. He says, you can act your way into feeling long before you can feel your way into action. So if we waited to t- until we felt like doing things, there's a lot of things we probably wouldn't have done. So I didn't feel like doing it, but I know I had to do it. So I had to get that momentum going. And it was, you know, it was a slow chug, but it happened. And so if you want to push through doing something that you don't want to do, and oh, the caveat should be, as long as it's not detrimental to your health, bodily harm or to anyone else, you know, that's the the disclaimer. You have to figure out what it is that is really holding you back and feelings aside, try and push through it. Try and do a little at a time and see if it gets you going to do what you need to do. And chances are you will get through what you need to do. Breakdowns become breakthroughs. It's the process. Trust the process. Okay, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Carry On Friends podcast. For a recap of this episode and other great articles, please visit the blog at www.carryonfriends.com. That's C-A-R-R-Y-O-N-F-R-I-E-N-D-S dot com. You've been listening to Carry On Friends, a show about the Caribbean American experience produced by Breadfruit Media. We post a new episode every two weeks on Tuesday. And if you're looking to learn more, buy our merch, or sign up for a newsletter, check out carryonfriends.com. Or find us on all social media platforms at Carry On Friends.